listening to the Quarter to Three Games podcast for uh, middlish February. You know what? Let's call it the Valentine's Day podcast. Uh, my name is yes. Tom Chick. Yep. Bounce to McMaster. Will you be my Valentine? Sure. Why not? Awesome. Sweet. Well, uh, on that note, my name is Tom Chick, and my game of the week is not Catherine. And I'm Jason McMaster, and my game of the week is not The Last of Us. Uh, true story, McMaster. I just got in the mail from Sony. Uh, they've, they've, well, from Sony, they, they finally sent me something. It, it's almost, it, it feels almost like a consolation prize. Like, you know, we don't, we haven't really worked with you much lately. We're really mad about, I forgot what the last thing I would have written about that made them angry. Um, I don't know, but at any rate, it, it sort of felt like a makeup prize they or a, a consolation thing or a uh, hey let's be buddies again gift they sent me a last of us comic book oh oh they know you i love my comics my graphic novels excuse me yeah <laughs> yes graphic novels come on yeah no i haven't read it yet and i think it's something about ellie and uh she goes off and has adventures on her own i don't know if it's a prequel or oh you know what i think it is mcmaster have you played last of us uh i played about a quarter of it do you have you gotten to the part where Ellie talks about her best friend? Like it's basically no. her backstory. Okay. Well, I think the comic book. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I think the comic book is the adventures of Ellie and her best friend. Um, so basically, you know, two young girls uh, gadding about in a post-apocalypse. That uh, doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. Um, so uh, thank you, Sony. That was very cool of you. Uh, so uh, McMaster, what comic books have you been reading lately? Um, none. Come on. None. Hey, don't no, really. Not no, lately. I know that you have busted out your Richie Rich collection. Well, obviously. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't count those as comics. McMaster, what video game would make the best comic book series, do you think? Um, jeez, I don't know. I mean, League of Legends, obviously. You know, I was... Oh, God, McMaster, I was going to congratulate you on coming a long way and not immediately resorting to League of Legends as the answer to every single thing, and yet you did anyway. You've disappointed me, McMaster. At least you didn't yeah. say World of Warcraft. Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> uh, well, McMaster, let's do some games of the week and news of the week. Uh, are, you, are you up to that? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I feel crazy. Uh, are you going to pick, let me just get this out of the way, I'm going to take off the table, we're each allowed to take two games off the table, so I'm taking off of the table League of Legends and World of Warcraft, what do you think of that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, is there anything you need to take off the table? Oh, jeez. Marvel, maybe, and, uh, and Guild Wars 2, yeah. I'm thinking okay, first of all, Marvel is not a game, you cannot take off the table an entire license. Okay, okay, that, that damn, um... Diablo clone one. Unless you remember the name of it, you're not... <laughs> oh, God, let me search. Sorry, uh, now voting is closed. That's it. So now everything is... <laughs> uh, well, is it Marvel you... Heroes? Maybe. Yeah, okay, there you go. Uh, there is Marvel Heroes, and then a friend of mine has been playing uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest, which is the match. I heard about that. I like the original Puzzle Quest. So Right, this has nothing to do with that. I mean, it's not the same developers. They're wanting to appeal to the same uh, fondness for the original Puzzle Quest. But it's new developers, and it's a very it relies very heavily on the free to play model. So, if you want, McMaster, go ahead, jump into Marvel Puzzle Quest if that's your deal. If you like badgered for for micro payments and and having to wait for things to refresh, I just like badgers. (laughs) There, you know, there is a game called Home about badgers. Did you know that? It's about badgers? Yeah, you play a mother badger, and you start off with baby badgers um, in a little badger uh, cave. Wait, I need that. Wait, why am I thinking... Oh, Gone Home. home. It's called Shelter. Let me take back... Okay, I was about to say, I thought you were talking about Gone Home. I was like, it's a... That's really confusing. I had no idea. uh, Is that the uh, secret thing at the end? Is that... That is the reveal. (laughs) Is it the twist ending? Yeah, you're a badger, and you didn't realize it. Uh, No, Shelter is about badgers. Uh, Ah, so... Uh, I yeah. played Shelter for a little bit, and I couldn't take the fact, uh, at one point you do a little stealth sequence where you have to move from uh, flower bed to flower bed to hide from a big old hawk or something. And if you fail, the hawk comes down and carries off one of your baby badgers. 
Uh, that was a little too traumatic for me. I couldn't take that. I can I can play games where you're in an insane asylum and there's zombies and ghosts attacking you and and uh, monsters come out and behead you, but I cannot brook a baby badger being carried away by a hawk. It's just too much for me. You know that's that stuff is usually a bit too much for me too. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, I, I'd much rather. I have no problem seeing people get killed. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's why I don't watch nature documentaries, and it's why. Oh I yeah. And I don't like going into nature, knowing that stuff's happening around me. I like to stay in cities where only people get hurt and animals are fine. Yes, I, I'm with you there. Yeah. Uh, so, McMaster, before actually before we start, we haven't done these in a while. Uh, we have pioneered you and I uh, a form of storytelling. Uh, or, or you might even call it folklore, maybe, uh, called the existential knock-knock joke. Uh, I know you've been working hard on some of these. I have as well. So uh, McMaster and I would like to bring all of you listening uh, our latest creation, uh, as far as these things that we've worked on, in the realm of existential knock-knock jokes. Um, so I'll start us out. Uh, and if you listening have any, you're welcome to, we don't want an exclusive, we're not doing like a Candy Crush saga on this. We're not wanting to trademark it. We're not wanting to keep it out of the public domain. Feel free to write and propagate your own existential knock-knock jokes. Uh, and you can even use the ones that we're going to do today. Like McMaster, we're okay with that, right? Right. Yeah, of course. We will not send lawyers after you. Uh, so here's one that I've been working on. Uh, I'll start us out, McMaster. You ready? Yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey, man, it's Tom. What are you doing? Uh, I'm just sitting around uh, waiting for a storm. What about you? Yeah, I know. I hear it's going to get cold. So I was wondering, like, I don't, because I'm here from Los Angeles, you know, and we don't have a lot of cold weather. No. I don't even own a pair of socks because I wear flip-flops all the time. So right. I came over to see, like, do you have some socks I could borrow? Yeah, I actually have a bunch of uh, heavy socks from, oh, uh, from my sister's store. Yeah, this is scratchy. It's like wool. How can you put this on your foot? Doesn't it itch your foot? Oh no, that's uh, that's actually an oven mitt. I'm not sure what you're doing. Oh, there, but... ah, that's why it's shaped that way. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, that's strange. Uh, what side do we have? Do we have to have the same? I'm not familiar with how socks work. Do they go to specific kinds of shoe sizes? Like, it looks like your foot is like a, a 12 or something. I have a size seven foot. I have tiny feet. Uh, will your socks fit me? They should. Uh, you know, I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Hmm. What are you, some sort of sock racist? No, no, no. I, I, I aim to be very tolerant with socks, so let me try these on. Let's get this one a shot. Oh, this is good. I like... Are these uh, are these Boba Fett's on the sock? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they're a gift. Very nice. Thank you. All right, good. Yeah, this is good. So I'm going to borrow these, and I'll bring them back when the cold snap lifts, okay? Yeah, just keep them. Oh, I got plenty. That's very cool. Thank you, McMaster. All, All right, right, no problem. See you later, man. See you, man. And that was Boba Fett socks, an uh, 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 existential knock-knock joke I wrote. Uh, Master, I understand you've got your latest creation as well. So uh, right. whenever you're ready, let's share that with the listeners. All right. Knock-knock. <clears throat> Who's there? George Hamilton. And let me tell you a little bit about George Hamilton's personal life. In 1966, Hamilton had a relationship with Linda Bird Johnson, the daughter of U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson. Hamilton was also married to actress Alana Stewart from 1972 to 1975. Their son, Ashley Hamilton, was born in 1974. George Thomas Hamilton is his younger son, born in December 1999, when his ex-girlfriend, Kimberly Blackford. The divorced Hamiltons reunited in the mid-1990s to co-host a daytime talk show, George and Alana. Any questions? Yeah, no. Hey, George, come on in. I loved you in Love at First Bite. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I understand you uh, you played in a, a Turner TV miniseries about Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders. You played, and this is a true fact I just recently found out about you, uh, you played, is it, is it William Randolph Hearst or Joseph Pulitzer? I forget. Uh, I, yeah, it was, it was, hey, it's both. Why not? I like awesome. the fan. You're just that versatile, aren't you, Mr. Hamilton? Well, come I on am. in. Uh, let's watch the latest episode of Walking Dead. All right, hey, that sounds great. And then maybe we can watch my classic, P.T. Barnum. Awesome. And that was McMaster. McMaster, what yeah, did you call yeah. that one again? What was the name? Uh, of that's it? George Hamilton. Very nice. Good. Uh, now, uh, I don't. I want to head off any potential Shia LaBeouf controversy. Uh, do you need to source any material that you used in that? Oh yes, yes. That was Wikipedia for Good. the uh, for for the you know 
the personal Was there life. any Daniel Close graphic novel source material in that existential knock-knock joke? No. Okay, good. Because we don't want you, McMaster, running around with a paper bag on your head oh, doing crazy not? celebrity shenanigans. We don't want Oh, that. I was doing that years ago. <laughs> That's where Shia LaBeouf got that from. I should have Yeah, known. yeah, he plagiarized me. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, all right, so those are some existential knock-knock jokes. Feel free to use them. Uh, and you know what? Send in yours, if, if you like. We'll be giving out our mailing address at the end of the podcast when we do our <laughs> listener mail. Beautiful downtown Burbank. <laughs> Actually, we've moved headquarters to one Rockefeller Plaza, McMaster. We oh. have an office right next to uh, where Arsenio Hall used to have his office. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you can see his finger from it. <laughs> oh, that's right, the creepy. That's what that is. I wonder what that is. <laughs> McMaster, let's do some games of the week. All right, sounds good. Why well, you want to do games or news? I thought you wanted to do news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get the boring news out of the way first. Why don't you start us off? What would you uh, pick here around Valentine's Day for our news of the week? Uh, you know, I, I guess the thing I would I'd almost want to talk about is Flappy Bird, but I don't care. So what I'm going to talk about <laughs> Why is... Why are you uh, so mean to that poor fella? I cannot believe... Oh, uh, you're I, part I, of the problem. This is the biggest publicity stunt ever. He took his game down because it was too addicting. Really? That's his reason? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Pile on. Pile on to the poor guy. Anyway, Left 4 Dead's uh, developers, Turtle Rock Studios, their game Evolve that's coming out looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And they are no longer associated with Valve, which is uh, which is also okay, since I assume they want to release the game sometime. <laughs> it's not on Valve's timeline. Uh, and right. what is the point of Evolve? Evolve is basically Left 4 Dead, but with aliens, or am I close? Sort of. It's it's almost it's like Left 4 Dead, but it's five player, and the fifth player is a huge monster. But wait, that was Left 4 Dead, but with fewer players, because Left 4 Dead was eight player, where players right. four, five, six, seven, and eight were were monsters. Now this is five player, where only player five is a monster. Right. Except it's like a giant alien monster kind of thing. All right, McMaster. When we play. I'm going to need you to be one of the human players. The other three will be bots set to easy. And then I will be the giant alien monster. And that does sound good. Yeah. And, and for class, I need you to just pick a support class. Like yeah. You add a minor buff to the, to the bots, which are on easy level. Uh, right. we, we won't, you, you won't need a weapon. So uh, oh, yes. you'll get a little healing gun kind of thing, but that's it. Fair enough? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds good. That sounds perfect. Now, Tur- uh, Turtle Rock, that's the name of them, right? Right. Uh, Turtle Rock did, uh, they did some stuff with uh, Left 4 Dead. I think they did some mm-hmm. Counter-Strike kind of stuff before. Yeah. Then. Uh, they uh, they have, I believe, a trailer for this, right? Right, right. And does it, it shows the big baddie. Like, they're... they're kind they're, of. It shows it's more of a shadow. Right, okay. Uh, and it seems like it's a fairly one-sided fight. Right. That thing's just going to come out and, and smash... Whip the shit out of people. And basically what they were saying, I, I think the what they're getting at is that, like, they, it almost it has that excitement of, like, the tank battles in Left 4 Dead, you know, when all hell breaks loose and, like, that tank is, like, throwing cars around and stuff. And Now, you use the word excitement, McMaster, but I tend to remember those tank battles as... The, the, the more descriptive term would be dismay. Because the tank is out, and I'm like, I, I've been shooting at this thing for ten minutes, and it's not dying, and it keeps oh, killing us over and well, over again. Well, you have to get a Molotov cocktail on it, because it slows it. Ah. And then it does constant damage, and then, of course, you're shooting it. But the slow is the big thing. So setting those things on fire makes them go slower? Yeah, yeah. I would think if you set it on fire, it would go faster. You would think so, that, but no, it, it does. And of course, I mean, the other thing being, you do not want to position yourself between, uh, have a car between you and it, or something it can throw between you and it. But oh, I, well, because you don't want to hide behind cars. No, because they can throw it and insta kill you. That might be where I was going wrong. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of want to keep running. Is usually <laughs> the way it works. Well, that's how I normally play. But uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It can, now, McMaster, the perennial question I have for you uh, about new games that you bring up is, when can we play Evolve? Uh, I believe it's actually this fall this year. Ugh, gosh, it's like a year away. Who can wait? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I was going to say tomorrow, but I mean, I actually think I kind of know when that uh, when that's happening. 
All right, so uh, later this year, Evolve. By the way, speaking of, of games that aren't out yet that people can play, you're not allowed to say one that you might be playing, but I do have a question for you, McMaster. Okay. Why would you play a beta for an MMO when you just know that all your progress is going to be reset? Now, I'm not saying you are or aren't doing such a thing, but I do want to know if you are doing such a thing, why are you doing that when the game, which may or may not be Elder Scrolls Online, we don't know, when it comes out, you're just going to have everything reset. You're basically playing, you're just on a, on a, uh, you're just spinning your wheels. You're not going anywhere because it's all going to get slapped back. Why would you do that, McMaster? Oh, well, I mean, theoretically, um, curiosity. All right. You can't wait, huh? No, no, I can never wait. And what does it cost? You know what? Uh, download time? <laughs> well, it costs time you could have spent leveling up your Guild Wars 2 character. Oh, God. More time you could have spent finally playing Marvel Heroes. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Or, if you insist, time you could spend with your Marvel Puzzle Quest Match 3 that you're bound and determined to try. Or, realistically, it would probably be League of Legends. But, yes. Okay, in that case, stick with whatever beta you may or may not. All right, so uh, your news of the week is uh, Evolve, Turtle Rock's new game, coming out later this year. Uh, My news of the week... Actually, no, I made some crack earlier about Sony being mean to me, but I did get to go to a Sony uh, press event recently. Actually, hold on. Let me look at the list here. What I can and can't. Okay, what day is this? This is, we are recording on the 12th. So let's see, I can't talk about that. (laughs) That. See, I can't talk about that one. Can't talk about that one until the 19th. Uh, Okay, here's one. Uh, I played a little bit of Infamous Second Son. Oh, yeah? How's that? Uh, Whatever. Really? <laughs> so here's my problem with uh, Infamous Second Sign. First of all, it was, um, y- you know, you, they just drop you, they show you a presentation of one of the missions. Oh, yeah, one of those. But then they let you play one of the missions, and you can play the one they did for the presentation, but I'd already seen it. I didn't need to play it. They let you play it. So they're just dropping you into an open world game with a whole bunch of the powers, and you don't get any sense for the side activities or the leveling up, or really even for what the powers do because when they drop you into this, when they have you play, and I guess it's my own fault, I could have changed this, but when they have you play, everything is set to easy. So mm. you're basically just clicking, uh, pressing a button and watching dudes fly around and get knocked back. It doesn't matter what power you're using. It doesn't matter which, because uh, there's two sort of power sets. It doesn't matter which one you want. You're not going to die for the most part. Uh, you're just running around and knocking things around. It might as well be open-world bowling or something. Uh, yeah. So I don't feel like I got much of a sense for how the powers work. And, and that's a, that's always been the... If there's one thing you can say Infamous does well, it is letting you build up an interesting set of powers that interacts in, in cool, different ways. Uh, you know, Infamous's world-building, I've never been terribly fond of. Uh, their character stuff, I think, is just terrible. Those, those poor guys trying to write characters. That Cole McGrath guy is probably even a bigger douche than Desmond Miles. Or no, is that Desmond's mm. last name in Assassin's Creed? Uh, I think it is, actually, yeah. Okay, I can't believe I know that. Anyway, uh, you know, the character uh, stuff in Infamous never worked for me. They're, they're little ham-handed karma choices. You know, do you kick the puppy or do you pet the puppy? Yeah. Like, all of that. <laughs> those are ridiculous. Yeah, those are ridiculous. And But they go into building different sets of powers. So I, I guess I appreciate them mechanically, if not narratively. Uh, so the, the, the selling point for Infamous is building up a unique set of powers and seeing them interact in interesting ways. And when they just drop you into a preset character with everything on easy mode, you don't really get a sense for it. So... Sure. What I saw, what really struck me, is it's really nice to play an open-world game that was designed on one of the latest-gen systems. You know, this is clearly through and through a PS4 game. Uh, It looked amazing. Um, Just, you know, it's set in Seattle, and it's all rainy and atmospheric, and there's neon. It's quasi-futuristic. And it's just so pretty. I mean, it's it's just, as you might imagine, an open-world game on a PS4. Uh, that in and of itself, in and of itself, is very exciting to see. Um, but so here are two of my problems based on what little bit I did see. First of all, the douchey character Cole McGrath is gone, and now 
you have a new douchey character. Aww. Yeah, he's got on... Let me see what you think of this, McMaster. He's got on a knit cap. He's in Seattle. Uh, he's wearing a kind of a... I don't know if it's denim, but he's wearing a jacket with these little hipster pins stuck all over it. Uh, and he's a, a graffiti artist. He likes uh, spray paint stuff. Uh, have you ever uh, watched Portlandia? I have seen skits from Portlandia. So I, uh, Did and you I've ever... Been, and I've been to the Pacific Northwest, so... Uh, did you ever see the music video, The Dream of the 90s? I did not. Does this make you think of when I'm... Yes, you it? need to... It's the first thing on the first episode. You just need to watch it sometimes, and you'll you'll see. Maybe it was an inspiration for Infamous Second Son. <laughs> it could be, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so right away, I don't like the dude. Uh, he's voiced by Troy Baker, so I'm immediately hearing Booker DeWitt and Joel from Last of Us. Uh, it's kind of like the new Nolan North, you know, like you recognize yeah. this voice, and everybody who's hiring this guy is, is saying, hey, just do your Booker DeWitt Joel voice, because that's what they want him for. Uh, so I'm immediately hearing that. Uh, the girl who's your sidekick is incredibly annoying. Um, and, and a weird thing, I don't know what they were thinking. So by this point, Infamous has used the standard, okay, we've done lightning, and we've done fire, and we've done telekinesis. Do you know what the power sets are this time, McMaster? Have you heard anything about this? Uh, I it, Let me see if I remember correctly. Okay. Was it uh, Fudge Stripes and Oreos? Is that the power set? Uh, it's Fudge Stripes and Candy Canes. You're close. Oh, hell, I was close. I knew it was something with Fudge Stripes. Uh. I don't know what they were thinking, but it's, you, you, it is basically it's smoke powers and neon powers. Oh, now that's stupid. Now, smoke, I understand, to an extent, but, like, neon. (laughs) So what the deal is, is you're running around the city. Before, with the electricity powers, you would suck your, you would fill up your mana bar by coming up to, like, a a transformer or a power line, or or even, Mm -hmm. I think, an electric sign. You would just suck power out of the city. Yeah. And as you progressed around the city, you would spread power out and uh, whatever. And then, I think there was some kind of cool voodoo stuff in the... The one set yeah. in New Orleans. But here, you come up to a neon sign, and you suck power out of it. So literally, like the, the sign that says, you know, open in front of a shop, that's where you get your power. Uh, or a theater marquee in neon. Or so, so exactly what kind of... Uh, what do you do with neon power? Sure, I can answer that. You shoot uh, neon bolts. Oh, that's... Stupid. And you uh, run at super neon speed and leave a little pink trail behind you. Oh, that's real stupid. There you go. Now, guess where you get the smoke? So if you're drawing neon power from neon signs, guess where you get your smoke power? Uh, It has to be, what, manholes? Exactly. Steaming or something, which is steam. That would be steam power, Master, maybe in the next game. So you're close. You basically climb up on a roof and wherever there's smoke coming out of a chimney. Uh, Chimney, yeah, Yeah. because that happens freaking constantly. What, What the hell? Yep, that's uh, and and these powers again because I got dropped into an advanced level and you just blow up a bunch of dudes. I'm sure there's a difference between the smoke and the neon powers that wasn't clear in the demo that they gave us in the time I spent with it. So again, I'm not I didn't get to see what makes an infamous game good, but what I did see that the city looked amazing, uh, the characters looked annoying, and uh, and I'm a I'm a little bit surprised that n- neon and smoke powers. Are a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I gotta admit, I'm a little surprised about that one myself. Yeah. I, I understand smoke to an extent. You can get away with stuff of that. Right. But neon. So the in the character banter, uh, they refer to themselves, and I can only assume that this is supposed to be jokingly, but it sounded a little earnest to me. They refer to themselves as uh, like is it like Smoke Boy and Laser Girl. So the neon is sometimes, if you want to make it sound cooler, you can call it laser. Okay. And it's a lot of pink stuff, and you know, a lot of pastel colors. Uh, Yeah, so there you go. Um, But yeah, so at any rate, uh, I appreciate Sony letting me have a look at that. The stuff that I saw, though, that I really liked, uh, they they had set up um, some things I can't talk about, which I'll talk about later. They They showed us Infamous. But the really exciting stuff, they had a big old room where they showed a bunch of their indie things that they're publishing. Uh, some of those look really awesome. Uh, do you know about something called Mercenary Kings? I don't know how widely known <clears> that stuff <throat> is. Uh, let me... Uh, you're just going to Google it, so let me tell you. Uh, Mercenary uh, Kings... No! 
the, there's some some very polite Canadians. It's almost redundant. So a Canadian development studio in Montreal did a, a tie-in game for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which was a 2D fighter. Kind oh, of that came out on the 360, right? Didn't it? Uh, I remember playing it on a PS3. It might have. Like, I don't know what other platforms they released it on, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think they're an independent studio. Sony doesn't own them or anything. Um, right. But it was, a, it was a side-scroller, you know, where you're just like a Streets of Rage kind of thing, where you're just running around punching people, but with a cuter sort of retro 8-bit graphics kind of look to it. Um, right. And it tied into the Scott Pilgrim characters kind of loosely, uh, but it had a cool RPG system behind it. So it was like an RPG side-scroller beat-em-up kind of deal. Uh, and the, the next thing that they're working on is called Mercenary Kings. Am I screwing up the name of that? Where's this list of what I can talk about? Uh, but at any rate, it, uh, it, it's a, it looks like Metal Slug, where you've got little dudes running around, shooting guns, um, and you've got a big map that you can explore. Uh, but it's this crazy wide-open RPG where you're doing missions, and you're doing crafting, and you're upgrading your guns, and you're adding mods to your character, and it's got up to four-player uh, multiplayer. But Mercenary Kings was one of the coolest things I saw at this, this Sony presentation, you know, where they had all these big AAA things, and I just wanted to look at and play this Mercenary Kings deal. Um, so that's due out later this year, and that's actually on the PS3. Four is it on the three? But it's at least on the PS4, and it's currently available on Steam for early access. So it'll be out later this year for the PC and for the PS4. Uh, I thought you didn't play an early access game. I don't. I don't, and I won't. But I'm looking forward to it. You know, if you're, if like you, McMaster, if you're curious as you put it, you could now play Mercenary Kings on Steam. I will not be playing it with you. I'm waiting for the game to come out. I don't want to be leveling up my dude and just have it all reset uh, before the final thing comes out. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, all right, so that's my news of the week. Let's see, did I have other news? Um, what, what's today again? Nope, I don't have other news. All right, stay tuned for other stuff from that same thing, though. Uh, uh, all right, McMaster, you ready to do some games of the week? Uh, yeah, sure. What do you got for us? Oh, you got to make me go first, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have a few things. Um, I played a... Le- no, no, I'm mm-hmm. not supposed to talk about What's it. What's on uh, the table? I think that's legally... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't played anything. Then. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I've played a bit of Hearthstone. I've played a bit of uh, uh, Call of Duty, the new one, on Xbox One. And, uh, any preference? Let's see. What was it? What did you say before Call of Duty? I was taking notes. Hearthstone. What is that? That's the Blizzard card game, free-to-play card game. Is that even out, or did you do another early access beta deal? I've been in the beta for... I didn't buy into it. I mean, they just sent it to me, but I've been in the beta for, like, six months, and uh, it's open beta now. Would I like Hearthstone? Uh, I don't know. Let's do a little gauging here. Uh, Do you like Magic? You mean the the principle or the card gather, the card game? Like the... (laughs) I mean practical. No, uh, yes, no. The um, card game. What do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, I, McMaster, do you like that's? It's a generic term. Do yeah. you believe in magic, Tom, in a <laughs> young girl's heart? Let me ask. Here's how you you say: Do you like Magic the Gathering? That makes it clear what you're talking about. And otherwise, yeah, you might be right. You, you, well, I, I needed a dramatic pause, but you didn't let me get to <laughs> magic. Uh, here's okay. a little secret about me, McMaster. No, I do not like Magic the Gathering. Uh, I really okay. think there are far um, better card games you can play. I like the concept of the collectible card game, so that's well, why I'm intrigued well, by Hearthstone. Uh, so go ahead, sell it to me from another direction. Okay, well, what, I, what I'm saying is, oh, the reason I have that is you are familiar with the way Magic works oh, as yeah. a game, though. And I don't, it's not like Magic, it's kind of a streamlined Magic. Well, but what happens is you, you choose a, a class. And the other person has a class, and you know you have the nine different types of decks, um, and they all have their own different cards, and you can unlock them by playing practice against the computer or buying packs if you want, whatever. And um, you, uh, they all have like a, a definite like feel, you know. But the way it works is, you know, in Magic, you, you put out land, and this they, they took land out of the equation. Every turn, you get one mana gem. And the mana gems refresh 
so basically, on your second turn, you have two. On your fifth, you have five. You know what I'm saying? So right. instead of having land and having to play it, it just assumes that you would play one every round if you got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you draw, I think it's three or four cards in the beginning. They all have their, their gem costs. You play them there... Uh, they have some similar mechanics to magic. Like when you play a card, it, it may have an effect. That's called like a battle cry. And that's when it hits the field, it has like do a damage to something or or the summoner or something like that. Um, now, what they don't have that magic does is a block phase. Though an ability on many of the monsters uh, or abilities on many of the monsters uh, will will have taunt. Which means you have to attack it instead of the summoner. Right. But if they don't have any taunt creatures out, then they cannot block. Right. You can choose who you attack, and you could choose to attack the creatures as well. Are you um, trying to attack someone, like a particular player's hit points? Right. Is it like magic? Or yeah, something? it's like yeah, they have 30 hit points. Each 30? That's that's yeah. 50% more than you get in magic, I believe. Right. You get 20. Right. Uh, but the, I guess the one thing about it that they've simplified greatly is the whole combat system. Uh-huh. Um, you, I don't. How can you simplify that for magic? It's it's kind of, it's already kind of well. Just the 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 going in, blocking, whatever uh, regeneration. What's tapped? What's not tapped? Mm-hmm. Uh, things do have the quote unquote like summoning sickness. You know, you can't use them first turn unless they have an ability for it. But other than that, they don't tap. I mean, you you can use them once a turn. Um, and if you attack a creature, it permanently reduces its health. It doesn't regain that health at the end of the turn, so it's much easier to kill stuff. Okay. The games go kind of quick for that reason. But they also have spells and, like, things you can attach to your actual summoner to have him do attacks. Now, are you building decks? Obviously, you have certain cards and you want to... Okay. What determines what cards you have? Uh, uh, Well, you get, like, this basic set, I believe, with the game. Here we go. Yeah, go on. And then there's uh, specific sets that you unlock via either playing, or I mean, like I said, you can buy packs if you want. But they, you really don't have to. Oh, um, it's actually pretty pretty easy to get away with not buying packs um, if you just you know do the level up your deck because you can level each of the decks by playing against the computer, etc. And mm-hmm. it'll unlock cards as you go. Um, you can enter tournaments, stuff like that. But um, yeah, the big appeal of it uh, is just how, how quick it is. Um, it's really popular. You know Twitch, uh, .tv, the streaming site. Uh, it's really popular on like there on a bunch of different games because like in League of Legends, when you get to a higher level, uh, the streamers, like up in the Challenger series and the Diamond series, whatever, uh, matches can take like a long time uh, between, uh, I mean, to uh, matchmake. Because there's not very many people up in that level uh, as compared to the lower levels. So they can take like 10, 20 minutes for a match to go, and you can play like a hand of Hearthstone or two in that amount of time. Uh, so a lot of streamers have been playing it as well. So it's grown in popularity uh, pretty quickly. Um, it's all like kind of you know Warcraft license stuff, uh, but uh, it's got a lot of uh, personality. It's, it's pretty cool. I like it so, so far. Are you playing against other people as well? Or you just uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, I have, yeah. You can. Um, and, What's your uh, win-lose ratio? Uh, not. Uh, yeah, it's probably about fifty-fifty. Oh, right interesting. Now. Well, I yeah. See. Well, that's uh, probably because you're not playing me yet, my master. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, I think it is in just an open beta at this point. Uh, and when Blizzard has an open beta, it's pretty full-featured. Um, master, what you've described, I want to play on my iPad. You know, I wonder if they'll do that because uh, it's it'd be perfect for it. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean it, it, it's uh, it's really slick. It's a uh, and I like how quick the matches are. Yeah, I think you'd like it. You should try it. All right, when they put it out on the iPad, I'll consider it. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, why are you playing Call of Duty? Um, because I didn't play Ghosts uh, on anything until recently, and that fog map came out, and I was like, oh, okay. The what map? Fog, the one that's like Michael Myers and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, the haunted house. Right, right, the little swamp haunted house with the killer. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, and are you are you just doing multiplayer, or are you doing uh, the story? What, what's your deal? Uh, I did a little bit of the story, and it's kind of an interesting conceit, but it's like, 
Oh, God. It's so goofy, too. Did you get a dog? What's your deal with dogs? Why do you have a oh. problem with dogs? Freaking dog. Um, <laughs> just, that's just not enough for me. <laughs> you, get to, you get to do a stealth mission with the dog. Come on. I, I only did the first mission where you're out in the woods and your dad's telling you about ghosts or something. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's enough. Back to uh, back to multiplayer for me. Uh, actually, I've been playing a lot of squads, uh, just one on one with um, bots. Right? Have you encountered my squad yet? Because can't you play your buddies' squads? I don't think so. Um, all right, you, you'll know if you meet them. Oh yeah. I'm, oh, I'm sure I will. Yeah, they're all named stuff like McMaster sucks, McMaster's a yeah. <laughs> suck at McMaster. I love those. Yeah. My favorite, my, my highest level character is Suck It McMaster. I've got her up to like, I've got all kinds of stuff unlocked for her and all these perks, and uh, I've got a scope on her sniper rifle, and yeah, so. Uh, You've been playing it on the Xbox One? Shut up. <laughs> it looks fine on the 360. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Have you done much of that um, against the alien? Is it onslaught mode? I always screw up what it's called. I tried it like a little bit, but I'm, I just don't. Whatever. You what do you mean whatever? <laughs> I don't know. It just I got kind of tired of all their side game stuff after a while. It's not the side game. The side game is the single player and the competitive multiplayer. The main part of Call of Duty Ghosts, as everyone knows, <laughs> is that onslaught or extraction mode or whatever it's called. Oh, oh is that is that yeah. the main part? That's what everyone <laughs> Yeah, 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 totally. You didn't know that? No, no, no. That's uh, why people are picking that up and what they're spending most of their time on. Here's oh, a fact, sure. McMaster. Here, McMaster, let me read you this statistic. Uh, okay. 96% of the hours spent in Call of Duty Ghosts are spent in Onslaught mode. That is a statistic. <laughs> Did no, no. you just write that down? Yeah, but it's a statistic. <laughs> okay, one, one that you just created? It doesn't matter. It's a statistic. I mean, well, I yeah, it's a statistic now, I guess. I mean, that's not really fair. Why? I just It says it right It's not here. accurate. Well, that's kind of beside the point, isn't it? It says 96% right here. Uh, well, I mean, who wants, an, who wants an inaccurate statistic, though? Well, that's McMaster, really. That's you well. Know. I guess uh, never mind. Yeah. I mean, come on. Most people don't have those kind of demanding standards for their statistics. I don't know why you suddenly have to have that. Uh, but uh, the onslaught. I'm kind of a jerk that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. Come on, McMaster. Ease up a little bit. Quit being so uptight. Relax your standards when it comes to t- statistics. Everyone else does it. I'll try. Uh, so uh, yeah, no. That, that's because they have uh, a new map for that now as well, and that's you know you're, you're talking about that fog map, which is kind of cool. But they have I don't know if you know this, McMaster. In the is it onslaught or extraction? Help me out. Which uh, is it? Ex- is it? On- I think it's onslaught okay. actually. Extraction might be the name of the first map. Onslaught is the mode, or maybe, maybe. onslaught's the new DLC. That's the new DLC. Yeah, onslaught. Uh, for uh, ghosts, yeah. So I probably don't even know what this mode is called that I'm claiming everybody plays. Extinction, maybe? Ah, is that, that sounds, it? That sounds right. <sighs> like that, but I bet that's right. But in the new Extinction, Extraction, Onslaught, whatever, in the new map for that mode, there is a boss creature who is, get this, McMaster, and this is not a made-up statistic because this is what Activision themselves says. There's a new boss who is five stories tall. Wow. Where do you uh, see that? Until Evolve comes out, I mean. Where are you going to see that? Uh, Lost Planet. Oh, we should go back and play that. <laughs> <laughs> I still didn't get my achievement for finishing on whatever, on Super Duper Hard Mode, whatever that was called. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so, uh, and are you are you digging uh, Call of Duty Ghost multiplayer? Is it working for you? Yeah, you know, it's just as good as every other Call of Duty multiplayer. They've got the formula. Mm-hmm. You know what I have been playing, which reminds me a little bit of, uh, well, it reminds me of Call of Duty's multiplayer in that I, I don't normally do that kind of gaming, and when I do, I'll just sort of stick with one thing for a while. So what yeah. I'm using now to uh, sort of, sort of uh, fulfill, that, satisfy that kind of gameplay is a free-to-play game called Loadout. Do you know? What oh that? yeah, yeah. I've seen. Uh, I haven't played it, but I've seen. Uh, I've seen a bunch of like screenshots and stuff like that. And it's, uh, you know, it's just a goofy. It's it's more in the vein of Unreal Tournament in terms of like Call of Duty is characterized by if you come around a corner and you see a dude there 
one of you is going to die very quickly. Like it's got that high lethality, so you're pretty quickly somebody's going to get a kill. Oh, and yeah, no, it's not a uh, it's not a Halo jump fest. Exactly right, right. <laughs> uh, you don't have to worry about stripping down someone's shields or anything like that. You just you know shoot them a few times and they fall, or vice versa. It can go either way. Uh, right. Loadout isn't quite like that because loadout does this really crazy thing where you you make your own weapon. You know there are no weapons in this. There are components, and you pick, okay, here's the kind of bullets it's going to shoot, and here's how fast it's going to fire, and here's the kind of aiming mechanism, and here's the magazine size. You just assemble everything from parts. Uh, and it's very, you know, it's if you just want to make something that fires one round that's super powerful, but you have to aim carefully, you can make that. And I get killed by those all the time. I know I'm running around full health. I've even got these little shields equipped. One thing hits me and kills me, and I know... It's because there's some jerk playing who has the audacity to be good at aiming. And it's really annoying, uh, but you can play that way. Or you can do what I do and just create something that spits out, just pours out super rapid-fire bullets that don't do much damage. You, you even have a beam weapon in this, by the way, where you don't have to aim. Nice. It sticks on someone and, and keeps dinging him with a little damage. Um, so I've been playing a fair amount of that, uh, and losing a lot but it's got the upgradable weapons where you know it's got that kind of rpg forward pull like okay i'm about to unlock this or i almost have enough credits to put this component on my gun or i'm about to go up a level and as near as i can tell levels don't don't do anything um but yeah so i've been playing uh, that instead of call of duty what do you think of that um all right free to play is it available on mac probably not Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, I mean, I could, but, you know. Uh, have you seen the uh, kind of aesthetic that Loadout uses? Yeah, it really uh, it was real Team Fortressy looking. Team Fortressy, but more vulgar, like a vulgar Team Fortress. Like, there's, it's ridiculous violence. And yeah, I've seen, like, a couple of animated GIFs of dudes running around with blood pools and legs everywhere and stuff. Yeah. And weird nudity. There's only, like, two character models in it. There's three. You can either be the fat chick or the buff dude. And because the buff dude can either be a black dude or a white dude, they're pretending like it's two different models. There's three characters, buff white dude or buff black dude, for all intents and purposes, same thing, or the fat chick. And everybody seems to love running around as the fat chick in a string bikini. That's well, uh, hilarious yeah, to the people who are playing. Um, it's a good time. Even the buff dude can have... Um, I want to be delicate because we might have women and children listening. But the buff dude can have a, uh, a, a testicle uh, emerged hmm. from his clothing. Like he cannot have it tucked in properly. And if that, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, if that's the, if that's the humor that tickles your fancy, I think Loadout would be, aesthetically speaking, right up your alley. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Gameplay-wise, though, it's still just a, a very good shooter, so I'm enjoying that. You know what, Master? That's going to be my game of the week. What do you think of that? Do it! Because you tried to take off Marvel Heroes. That's actually what was going to be my game of the week. You tried to take that off the table. Do you know this, McMaster? They've added a new type of crafting in Marvel Heroes. Now, oh my God! See, see, you got Woo! excited about that. Yeah, that's true. You, you can now Work earn, up. but you can get glyphs now, and they they form together into glyph words, and they can enhance your Lubitreta's equipment. Exciting! Ah, mm. oh, I'm all worked up. Yeah. I know there's special equipment. It's called Legend. No, not Legend. It's something. But you get special equipment, and you can stick these glyphs on it. And Oh, no, actually, you can stick the glyphs on pretty much anything. What do you think of that? Come on, McMaster. And that is pretty sweet. I'll give you that, but I don't know. All right, fine. Just if you want to be left behind. Now, here's another statistic. Let me read you this. 98% of action RPG fans like Marvel Heroes a whole, whole lot. 98%. Yep. Well, the, wow. The other 2% haven't played it yet. Right, right. I understand. Man, that's, that's like millions and millions and millions of people. I know. This is a statistic, Master. I yeah. I mean, I can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, it really is funny. I do sit down to, uh, like, I think, okay, there's something new. So I finally got around to playing Binding of Isaac. I think you might be one of the you might be one of the folks who told me about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, low those many years ago. <laughs> yeah. So that's like eight or nine years ago. You told me about this, and I finally got around to trying it. 
Uh, and there are all kinds of things like that that I could go back and try, but I find myself thinking, I'm just going to level up Iron Man one more level. And then I sit down and I play Marvel Heroes for an hour instead of doing uh, something new. That It's like you with League of Legends. Yeah. Like you could try something new. You could sort of expand your horizons video game-wise, but no, you play League of Legends. It's the same thing with me and Marvel Heroes these days. Oh, here, here you go, Master. They just added to Marvel Heroes uh, uh, Gambit. Well, yeah. nah, that's pretty good. Okay, but still. In that case, what do you think of this? Nightcrawler. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Come on, he's a blue dude. He's got like a tail. He can oh, oh, I'm familiar. Oh, okay. You don't want to be Nightcrawler? <laughs> Not really. How about I'm more of a Gambit, I think. Gambit's more of a, yeah. Okay, Loki, does that do anything for you? Oh, no. Not really, no. <laughs> right. Loki, for God's sake. <laughs> Uh, let's see finally McMaster we have some mail this week oh we got user mail alright yeah uh, so this is listener mail I don't know listener users whatever uh, yeah different group open this up dear QT3 why was McMaster so mean to the nice man who made Flappy Bird my <laughs> kids used to play Flappy Bird every day and it made them happy even sorry to lie even even though they all have cancer. All of them? <laughs> That's not funny. Holy <laughs> That is terrible. This guy is writing in about all of his kids having cancer and you're laughing? I'm appalled. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Kids used to play Flappy Bird every day and it made them happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not laughing. I'm weeping. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, um, yeah. All have cancer. Now, they just sit there and cry for hours at a time. Sincerely, Vinny O'Malley, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, P.S. Vinny, huh? Yep, Vinny O'Malley. Uh, P.S. My kids got cancer from playing Halo 4. Jeez. (laughs) I think he might have a lawsuit uh, there. Valid legal action. Okay. Next one. Dear QT3, do more board game coverage. It is oh, really neat when you write about board games. Oh, this is cute. So the word write is spelled, oh, signed, here we go. Signed, Heather Simmons, age six years old, Mississippi City, Mississippi. Uh, she writes the word write, R-I-T-E. Isn't that adorable? Like Rite Aid. It's yeah, exactly. less adorable when they do it, though. Uh, P.S. Halo 4 can f*** right off. Oh, whoa, wow. whoa, Heather. That's, there's no that's, that's rough. Come on, Heather. All right. Another mail. Dear QT3 Games Podcast, Halo 4 sucks. Tom Chick was right. Also, he sounds like a really cool dude who I would like to hang out with. Keep it real. Signed, oh, Dwayne Johnson, Hollywood, California. I wonder the if rock? Is, it could be. Man. I'm moving up. Thanks. All right, last uh, last one this week. We have this mail here. Dear QT3 Games Podcast, what is Jason McMaster's highest level hero in Marvel Heroes? Because I see from Tom Chick's online profile that he now has Jean Grey and Iron Man up to level 40. Signed, Emily Ballantyne Cluckdale, Lubbock, Texas. You know, uh, I have a counter question to that. Why Jean Grey? <laughs> You're asking me? Yeah. Professor, why not? She's telepathic. She can turn into a giant flaming uh, thing with wings. Uh, she was played by Famke Jansen in the movies, who's a fantastic actress. Uh, let's see, why Jean Grey? She dates, I, I think, doesn't she go out with Wolverine sometimes? I, I don't know all that stuff. Um, why else Jean Grey? Um, it's a cool name. Um... I don't know. Why? What's your deal with Jean Grey? Oh, oh, nothing. I just, you know, out of all the Marvel characters, so never when, mind. When she fights in Marvel Heroes, she does this thing where she puts her finger, two fingers to her temple. It's almost like mm-hmm. the Scouts uh, Honor thing. She puts two fingers to her temple, and then her head fires these, like, mind bullet beam things. Uh, and that's a way cooler animation than, like, shooting fireballs or, or other things. Um, yeah. 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 And also, yeah. when she turns into this giant flaming angel, I've got all these little powers where she does damage to an area around her and she makes explosions. She's just like this giant flaming scrubbing bubble who just runs around <laughs> killing everything. I mean, how cool is that? Come on. 
That's pretty cool. Yep. Maybe you should try it. Uh, so let's see. Uh, that was Emily Ballantyne Cluckdale. Uh, she writes, P.S. I actually liked Halo 3. Uh, Halo 4. Mm. Oh, uh, here we go. P.P.S. Oh, wait. I meant ODST. I actually like Halo ODST. I didn't like Halo 4 at all. Why don't you like ODST that much either, though? Well, you'll have to talk to Emily Ballantyne Cluckdale. That's her opinion, McMaster. Honored on this podcast. Um, uh, if you want to send us some uh, listener mail, send it to quarter to three. Uh, that's at one Rockefeller Plaza, suite one six zero four eight seven three nine, New York, New York one zero zero two zero. Send us your letters, and we're we're happy to read them on the air. Uh, McMaster, what are you going to be doing for the week, other than battening down the hatches and, and holding out for the cold weather? Uh, I don't know. Probably uh, same old, same old. Do I even need to say? Uh, League of Legends? You're not really still playing League of Legends, are you? Yeah, of course I am. For Pete's sake. Talk about the last <laughs> match you had. Was Did anything memorable happen? We won. That's good. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> You know, that's more memorable than anything that happened to me when I played Marvel Heroes, because I think I killed a bunch of dudes and I found some equipment that I sold. I think that's what happened to me. Well, you didn't win? Do you ever really win? Huh. How do you win Marvel Heroes? I guess you get to level 60. No, I got one sixtieth of the way closer to, to winning, to hitting the... the, the you know what, McMaster? There are... Um, there are these cosmic terminals you go to, and you get cosmic missions, and you can't get those until you're level 60. So yeah. I feel like there's something truly awesome waiting for me once I get to level 60. You know that feeling, right? Yeah. So maybe then I'll win. We'll see. It'll be a momentous occasion, McMaster, and we'll celebrate on this podcast. Oh, I know we will. All right. Uh, all right, so that's the uh, podcast this week. Uh, join us next week for uh, one more week of video gaming podcast before we do another board gaming themed thing. Uh, and I'll just tease that by saying I will be talking to someone who used to be very prominent in video gaming and has now jumped ship to board gaming. Kind of like I'm in danger of doing. Uh, that'll be two weeks from now. Uh, but next week we'll give you a little buffer zone. So one more week of video gaming podcasts. Uh, until then, I am Tom Chick. I have been joined by Jason McMaster, uh, League of Legends player extraordinaire. And we'll see everyone next week. <laughs>